Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, I'm Alex L., and I write books for a living. The Hey Girl podcast was created with sisterhood and storytelling in mind. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. Join us as we journey through sharing together. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hi Desiree. How are you today? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm really thrilled to have you on the show and to chat with you about your brand and community and self-care and everything else in between. But before we do that, can you please let the Hey Girl listeners know who you are and what you do? Oh, sure, sure. So my name is Desiree Verdejo. And um, a year ago, I launched Hyper Skin, which is a hyper-targeted skincare collection that speaks to the unique needs of women of color. We launched with our first product that tackles the issue of hyperpigmentation. I absolutely love your serum. <laughs> it Yay. is the best. And I have to be completely honest, my skin is pretty clear as it is. But uh -huh. including the hyper skin into my regimen just gives me this different type of glow. And then when I do yes. have a blemish here or there, you know, it's taken care of. So it's truly just, <laughs> it's magic in a little container. I'm like, this is wild. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hyperpigmentation is what we were tackling. But glow is a wonderful side effect that we are always like excited that people talk about. So yeah, even when you're not dealing with blemishes or if, if blemishes are not your concern, the glow is a wonderful um, side effect. <laughs> so the fact that you just started a year ago is mind blowing. I feel like there has been such exponential growth over this past year. And I've been watching you guys and yeah. seeing you all over. I remember you were out of stock on the website and then mm -hmm. I Googled, you know, the name and then I found some stockists and I was like, oh yeah, so now I can order like... <laughs> four and not be out and just have them. So let's talk about this growth over the past yeah. year and what it's shown you about this need in the market for consumers, for Black women with hyperpigmentation and beyond. And what yeah. made you come up with this specific product to put out? Sure, sure. So you mentioned how you don't typically deal with blemishes and breakouts, but that is not my experience. I have actually always had acne prone skin. I had acne as a teenager and it's come back in waves at different stages of my adult life. And so a couple of years ago, being a new mom, breastfeeding and, you know, all of the hormonal waves that went with that, I had a really intense bout of acne hormonal cystic acne, and then the dark marks that followed. I also at the time owned a beauty boutique in New York City. So I knew a thing or two about skincare. I knew a thing or two about the skincare market and what was being offered to customers and yet could not find a brand that spoke specifically to my concerns of hyperpigmentation. And also just as a Black woman, didn't find anything that felt like it was speaking directly to me mm -hmm. as a Black woman, as a woman of color, as someone with brown skin. So really set out to change that. And so Hyperskin was born out of that need and that realization. So it's funny when people say, oh my God, so much has happened in one year, but how they say it takes years to 
you yes. become an overnight success. <laughs> it, you know, I've been in the skincare industry for a handful of years as an entrepreneur. And so aware of the market and these unspoken to needs and the way our customers were asking questions and what they were looking for. And so I put all of that into this brand and I feel like our customers really responded. They felt spoken to our customers. Yeah. Our community has built very quickly and very organically because I think we're speaking to customers in a way that the industry has not yet connected to and listened to and spoken to them. something that I, I really love about what you said is, you know, it's not overnight success. Yes, of course, nothing not. is. I mean, I wish that's not how it works, but exactly. it is really beautiful to hear you say that because so many entrepreneurs, you know, feel as though maybe things feel out of reach, but it's like, no, we just build over time. We learn, yeah. market, we learn the consumer base, we learn what the need is and how to fill yeah. that. And you guys have done such an amazing job with that in general, as a customer of your brand, what I really like is that you offer one product. And I know that that might change over time, maybe. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. as of now, just being able to know that I go to Hyperskin for my vitamin C serum for that specific thing is it just makes things easier for me. And mm -hmm. as a consumer, not having to make so many choices. And I wanted to know if that was intentional, starting with one thing and starting small and then building your way up. So as a founder, I mean, we are launched as a self-funded brand and mm -hmm. so developed a number of things. And I was most proud of and most connected to the serum. I, you know, used it and it rendered results. And I felt like it really spoke to who we intend to be as a brand. And I do plan to grow in terms of other product offerings because it's clear that there are so many, even within hyperpigmentation, mm -hmm. there are so many needs that are not yet spoken to as it relates to our customer base. Um, and then there are other issues that our customers are experiencing that are not being spoken to. But I definitely want to keep simplicity as one of the, um, the tenants of our brand, because I skincare can be complicated and I don't think it needs to be. Mm. I think that it's easy to do too much, especially with all of the information from social media. And so simplifying and demystifying is really important. I love that simplifying and demystifying. That's wonderful. So to shift gears just a bit, what is skincare teaching you about community care, especially because this is really a community driven brand and you've spoken so much about, you know, showing up for your community through this product, through your brand. So what have you learned since opening, since being an entrepreneur in the skincare industry? What are you learning about community care as it comes full circle to skincare? Oh, there are so many lessons and I'm being poured into with so much like information and so many insights on a daily basis. But what I'm learning is that there are three areas that I think we really need. I think our customer base really wants to feel like they have, I don't like the term clean beauty. I know it's the term, but safe options. We've been sold a lot of products that, you know, are not safe, that include ingredients that are harmful. And so I think safety is really important. And we really want to celebrate science while offering, you know, clean 
safe um, skincare. Education is really important. We definitely speak to a consumer that is understanding of skincare, but for every customer that knows what a serum is or understands the benefit of vitamin C, there are so many more that don't or don't know that they should be using, for example, SPF for mm-hmm. or what have you. Mm-hmm. And so education is, is definitely, you know, educating is as important to us as any other aspect of what we're doing. And then just respecting culture and making sure that our brand is a mirror. We are speaking to customers that aren't usually spoken to. And I think that a lot of brands try to do that by just including a Black model. And for us, I realize it's so much deeper than that. We start at the ground floor. We start in the development phases of, of making sure that we're thinking about our audience. And when it comes to content and voice, it's just as deep. We need to make sure that, you know, if we're speaking about anti-aging, we consider the way I'm a 30, my 38 year old black woman. And I may look at my aging process and and what I need at this stage in a different way than than a fair skinned white woman, for example. And so culture and celebrating that and and um, is really important. So yeah, those are the things that I've gained from our community and that I, you know, continue to like infuse into our brand. Love it. I love it all. So you mentioned earlier that you're a mom. So we know you're a mom. We know you're a business owner. I'm a mom. Mm -hmm. I'm a business owner. And I just would love to hear how you are staying rooted in your self-care practice during 2021, (laughs) if you are staying rooted in self-care practice, and how it shows up (laughs) in your daily life if at all, because I know it's really challenging. I have three kids and a husband and yeah. you know all of that. So it's like, I get it. But I wanted to ask another Black mother how she's faring during this time. <laughs> so Alex, I'm going to be honest. This year has been a tough year for me for self-care. It's been very difficult to stay balanced. And I was like debating, like, how can I talk about self-care in a way that that's honest, but that also reflects that it, I understand the significance. But I think this year has thrown me off of my game. I never um, realized how much I benefited from being able to leave my home and work out, get a manicure, you know, send my kids to a different place so that I could work between specific hours. So with all of those things up in the air, this has been a very challenging year to stay consistent with the routine and consistent with self-care. I can tell you that I've been sleeping. I started sleeping again. I have um, a one and a half year old that just um, stopped nursing. Like I'm so sad saying it. It's so sweet. And I'm sad that stage is done. But I started sleeping again at nighttime in the last month or two. And gosh, I feel like alive again. I didn't (laughs) realize I didn't realize how much I was losing until I started sleeping again. And so I've committed to like never like just kind of letting that seven, eight hours a night go. And then, you know, there are some things that I'm quite honestly, I really need to figure out if this is our new world with everyone being at home and not being able to leave home to do things. 
learned how to get back to working out because I've always had the luxury of going somewhere, getting away from my, you know, children and, yeah. and working out and coming back. So that for me, it has been a big challenge for 2020. Yeah. But then being home has allowed me to eat better and eat well and, and cook and be like, like manage my diet better. And so I guess, you know, we've, I've gained some things in 2020 and I've lost some things. And so it's just been like a very go with the flow year in terms of some of those like self-care practices. So before we go, I'd love to ask you kind of like an icebreaker question. If you were mentoring your younger self, what would you teach her? Ooh, I would teach her to take risks. I think I was very safe as a young, like a teenager, young adult. I had a very strict specific view of what I thought success would look like and how to get there. And so I was like, you know, college, law school, business school, you know, corporate America. And that was the path that I ended up taking. And and I'm pleased with that path and all the lessons I gained from it. But I would just say, you know, there are multiple paths and it's okay to, to detour from what you think will get you to a quote unquote successful place. Take a chance. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show today. Please rate, subscribe, and review. Also, feel free to share with a friend. We love having our community grow. Music is by DC's own Kokai. The Hey Girl podcast is produced by Wayne Bertram and me, Alex L. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.